made how music enters the body I know. and resonates you know in the it's I like know. it's but it starts in your body parts and then it reaches your consciousness you know so it's it's not as uh, i mean it it's Paul Simon said, you know, music enters through a different orifice yeah. in the body. <laughs> it uh, does. And I think it, the way it lives in your memory after that also has a different kind of resonance to it than other memories do because your body remembers it as well as your brain or something. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's a very strange phenomenon to me that I'm never not fascinated by. Leading <laughs> directly to, it's... 8.15 a.m. Saturday, August the 21st, 2021. I'm Bill. I'm Diane. It's the Bill and Diane Show. Well, there you go. And we're in. We're in. It's just that easy. If I'd known it was this easy, we could have started even earlier. I don't know. Well, you know, I was going to say um, that one of the things that's really wonderful about our Saturdays is I've said this before, yeah. but we because we're trying to choose some music, I inevitably am going to listen to music on a Saturday morning. Uh-huh. That's a great habit to be in. Yeah, and uh, man, it really makes my Saturdays different by listening to music instead of like listening to the news yeah, or. Well, I- you know, Reading news headlines, or, yeah, yeah, I what you tend to do during the work week, you yeah, know? And so yeah, it is a nice. I don't know. Break. I think I should start every day by listening to music because you know one of the things. Uh, I mean, it's been a hectic week here in Lake Amphetamine, as per usual. Has it been, Bill? It has been, Diane. <laughs> it's been and it's been hectic in my body. Um, yeah, because I've been know. because I've been hurting this week. But I got to tell you, having. And this is, this is a pandemic phenomenon. The weekly Zoom call, you know? I have weekly calls now with my best friend, Tim, and with my, another, my, my best friend, Alan. And I have a weekly Zoom call with my sister and bi-weekly calls with the Westminster Basement Study Group and the Fellowship of the Rocks. These moments and these encounters, I know that they're virtual or whatever, that they're only existing in the digital realm, but you get to see their faces. And that's way better than talking on the phone as far as I'm concerned. And because you can see their expressions and stuff like that. Anyway, it's a a phenomenon that has entered my culture and it has been so enlivening. Uh, It has just been... It's, you know, it is, and it's a, and it's a, a, uh, I got myself a cup of coffee here and I'm going to take me a sip. A better way to connect with people that you don't get to see very often. Ah, ham and eggs. Because you can well, see them. I think you know? I've commented on this before, but I have a, a friend that I've made entirely through Zoom, yeah. uh, my colleague. Yeah. Uh, I never have met her. Right. In person, no. and uh, and she's become a really close friend of mine. That's so. just a, that's just a, I don't know. It's a, I mean it's a, uh, it's a luxury that I am very appreciative of. And in terms of what has kept me going, you know, yeah, through this period of history that has got a lot of darkness in it, is those connections. Yeah, and realizing that those connections are not affected by the rest of it. You know, 
And, uh, and it's the same thing with music. I mean, music is something that still is a positive resonance in our lives in spite of everything else. And you really have to work more than ever, I think, to remember these things I, and to and to keep I these agree. things active in your life. It's something you have to be way more deliberate about uh, than before because, you know, my, uh, you know, part of my thinking is that, you know, what the corporations really want is for us to just be sitting right here and doing everything without moving because they make a lot of money off of that, you know. But, I mean, so you balance... I, for me, I balance that kind of thinking with, yes, but a human being needs contact with other human beings. We live in a community, and we need to maintain contact with that community. And whatever way we can do that, if we're still nervous about leaving our houses because of what's going on out there, um, we can still maintain contact with the people who are important to us, and we can even establish contact with people who are much more remote from us, who st we still care about, you That's know? That's right. It's just amazing to me. I mean, when I think about my friend Tim Vernon and his wife Sherry, who are close friends of ours, who are on the road now and heading towards Florida from up here in Washington State because they want to live in a warmer climate, um, I, can, I'm, I didn't feel as... as uh, sad about the fact that they were moving away yeah because they're that's not true. because they're not really away because every uh, other week i get to see tim and talk to tim uh on this zoom call and find out about their adventures and everything like that and i wouldn't have that otherwise boy um, i've i've really felt that for years about the internet yeah. because uh, i used to have a really hard time sitting down and writing a letter because I'd always want it to be a, a lengthy letter that was talking about what was really happening yeah. in my life. Yeah. And so it would sometimes be like, oh, God, I just haven't got the time, yeah. you know. But now you can keep in touch with people just saying a little something and right. and saying oh my gosh have you discovered this or you don't have to lay out the your life for a year right. the way that i used to with correspondence I know. it's pretty fantastic it is fantastic diane and i also like just writing to somebody sometimes and say i'm thinking about you yeah. and not having to write anything but that you right. know just remembering some little story or whatever yeah. is so cool it is cool. Well, it's it's interesting about listening to music every weekend because I don't think that we ever started this this well, I know we didn't start the Bill and Diane show with a focus on music, but yeah. the funny thing is that our lives are so much about music, yeah. both uh, your performances, performances of friends, the the music that affects us, it, it really is saturated in our lives. Right. And I know that you said that you haven't been listening to music as much as you did when you were young. We've talked about that before. But something about listening to music almost feels luxurious to me now. So to do it on a Saturday really does seem to... Uh, <laughs> 
seems to set it apart, right? Right, it does. I think when we were younger, we didn't have as much to do. We didn't have as much responsibility. And we had the time to sit, put on the record, play side one, then turn it over and play side two, and just enjoy it and be in the music. Now, like I'm saying, you have to be deliberate. You have to create it. You have to use uh, your internal impulses to, I mean, I listen to music when it occurs to me or when I happen upon it. And I see a lot of, I watch a lot of music uh, on YouTube and stuff like that. So it's not like I'm not listening to music. And I'm saturated with music anyway because I'm always playing it. Yeah. Um, so it's it, it's it's definitely a presence in my in my life. But you do have to be more deliberate about seeking out, especially seeking out older songs that res still resonate in you and feeling that resonance again, and remembering that pleasure, because the remembering the pleasure is in itself a pleasure, and you have to give that to yourself. You have to allow yourself. Pardon me, I'm having a drink of coffee. To pursue it and then enjoy it. Because you boy, life isn't like it was. It's good coffee when we were in college. That's right. You know, so you do have to be more deliberate about these things. But it's the payoff is wondrous. The payoff is calming, uh, and it reminds you of a bigger world uh, that is not just uh, geopolitical. You know, um, and I think especially right now, that's an important thing for us to do as a, for our health, for our, it's like self-care, you know? Yeah, And definitely. I know that for me, it's like, it, it immediate, it's like the reason that we're doing the show early today is because I'm going to go out into the world to a song circle over at my friend Judy's house. And I can't wait. I'm very excited about it. Even though my body is not in great shape, I can still play and sing and I can still listen to music but I'm going to be with actual you know three-dimensional people <laughs> <laughs> and I just think it's going to be excellent and a couple of the people that are going I've never met before and so I'm going to be hearing something new and it's going to be I'm just and I'm aware that this didn't used to be such a rare thing you know I was going to at least one open mic every week and I would see and I would be with the people and be hearing the music and and playing it myself and stuff but now, we have to be a little more deliberate about it. We have to think about a lot of other things. There are no public facilities for us to gather that wherein we feel safe enough to be relaxed and, and just enjoy the music. But Judy's Backyard, you know, an open-air place that is just lovely. Um, it's, but we've had to arrange this, you know, through emails back and forth and gathering people up to do it. And, I don't know. It's like it, the payoff is going to be excellent. So it's it's nice to anticipate the the positive impact of music in, in your body and in your you know because it is a bodily uh, sensation. You have to think of it in terms of your body's overall health, you know, and having music coming into you. Is, is a healing force, especially if it's music that you have loved for a long time, you know. So, and I think we got some of that. Yeah. The, <laughs> and, well, Diane, you know, I have to tell you, the pleasure of a Saturday morning for me is wondering what Diane's going to come up with and then going, yeah, 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 that's right. Because she picks songs 
that are thematically relevant. And these songs are f 40, 50 years old. Yeah, that's And the they thing are so completely, completely relevant. Uh, yeah. And it's a reminder that this swirl, this churning that is happening in the world is not a new phenomenon. You know, it has been there uh, throughout history. Yeah, this the songs that we have could have been written oh, today. Yeah. yeah, oh God. As far as thematically. Yeah, exactly. And so the issues 50 years ago are the issues we're still dealing with. And this is our world. And within that world are all these other things which are pleasures and which are uh, get into us and make us feel better. And we need, to, we need to remember to do that for ourselves because it's, it'll make us healthier, you know? Well, that's why I have also been so thankful for your introduction of poetry into my life, of the poets that you read, because William Stafford and Brief uh, for the Defense, that's Jack Gilbert? That's Jack Gilbert, yeah. Some of those poets just, I, they resonate in my head when things are going on around us that it, it puts things into a different kind of perspective, I think. Can I read you a poem? You can. This is probably the most amazing poem I've read in many, many months. And I read it on Tuesday night. And I read it again to my friend Alan when I talked to him. But it speaks very, very clearly to me at this stage in my life. And it's called The Old People. And there's a, there's a mechanism that Ted Kuzer, Ted Kuzer is the author. Um, there's a mechanism that he uses at the end of this poem that is one of the most amazing tricks I have ever witnessed. Here's what it sounds like. The Old People. Pant cuffs rolled and in old shoes. They stumble over the rocks and wade out into a cold river of shadows, far from the fire, so far that its warmth no longer reaches them, and its light but for the sparks in their eyes when they chance to look back, scarcely brushes their faces. Their ears are full of night, rustle of black leaves against a starless sky. Sometimes they hear us calling, and sometimes they don't. They are not searching for anything much, nor are they much in need of finding something new. They are feeling their way out into the night, letting their eyes adjust to the future. Yeah. Now that last line throws you back into the poem in a way that I've never witnessed. The, the way that works on the first reading of the poem actually forces you to read the entire poem again. Wow. Because letting their eyes adjust to the future, that one word, future, is like, wait a minute, what's this poem about? You know? Yeah. And then you go back to the top and you read it again and you think about the title, The Old People, and then you read through it again and you realize that he's creating a, an image of decline and disappearance which is like what I witnessed with your mom. Yes. And what I feel like is kind of the path that we're all kind of on. And that when, it's, when he says, um, sometimes they hear us calling and sometimes they don't. Yeah. 
and they're not searching for anything much, nor are they much in need of finding something new. They are feeling their way out into the night, letting their eyes adjust to the future. Yeah. You know, it's just, wow. It, it, like it's, it, it, that word future just blows the everything open. Uh, anyway, that's a unique and wonderful poem. So, it's amazing what you can do with words. Yeah. Well, the the poem that constantly is in my mind uh, from my introduction to William Stafford for from you is for my young friends who are afraid. Yeah. And because I I always think about just the last lines. We'll read it. I'd rather you read it. For my young friends who are afraid. There is a country to cross you will find in the corner of your eye, in the quick slip of your foot, air far down, a snap that might have caught. And maybe for you, for me, a high, passing voice that finds its way by being afraid. The country is there, for us, carried as it is crossed. What you fear will not go away. It will take you into yourself and bless you and keep you. That's the world, and we all live there. Yeah. That poem always gets me. There's a lot of good poems out there, Diane. I know. I feel like I'm just beginning. It's such a, an amazing thing to interact with. It's interesting. I, I just pulled it up because I wanted to, to read it, and it was on my computer, and then it has discussion questions. COVID-19 has brought up a wide range of emotions. One enduring theme has been fear. Are there lessons you have learned from the fears that arose for you during this pandemic. Wow. Yeah. So someone who is using this as a jumping off point for as a jumping off point. That's good. That's good. Well, I wanted to talk a little bit about the the entrance into my body about Moody Blues because yeah. um, this is once again the the reason why I chose it was because continuing on the um, Mark's question about progressive rock, yeah. and uh, and I was telling you this morning. Well, Moody Blues was the very first progressive rock that entered my life, and I actually remember buying the record, sitting there and listening to it over and over. Uh -huh. You know, uh, we had a one of those stereo consoles in our living room, yeah. and one big box that had, yeah, yeah that had, had the lid, the yeah. lid and yeah. that had the radio and the Record stereo yeah. and yeah. in the same thing and <laughs> and there really wasn't a good my parents living room was more of a formal uh place but that was where this record player was and i would sit in a little you know on the floor just kind of 
curling up my legs and to a little ball and listen to this so that I was making myself small in the room and just listen to the music. And I just remember how important this was to me. But at the time, I really thought of it as uh, almost spiritual music, you know, that it was it was something that I didn't think of as love songs. It was uh, wasn't pop music. It was. Yeah. And it was a lot more depth to it. And it was talking about things that were casting me out, which uh, when you're a young person and you're thinking about love and and romance and all that. To have something that cast me out of myself was quite wonderful. Right. Well, and I mean, when you're an adolescent, you, you know, there's a storm raging in your body. So, you know, anything that will give you some relief from that is is very therapeutic. And I remember this as part of my spiritual quest, mm-hmm. you know. So, so it's interesting to listen to it now, all these years later. And, and it was funny because I was thinking... I don't know, maybe I won't do the progressive rock exploration, but then this the song You and Me just kept running through my head because I had already thought about the Moody Blues. Yeah. And uh, and I couldn't even quite pull up the first part of the lyric, but I did remember um, there's a forest fire in the valley where the story all began, and what will be our last thought? Do you think it's coming soon? And I was thinking, oh, my God, that is really where we are right now, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I just, so I thought, oh, I want to listen to that. But I actually ended up listening to a bunch of Moody Blues songs for the second song. Yeah. And I was listening to Question, and I was thinking how... Uh, powerful that was during a period of my life too but but actually question was a lot more uh, you know a lot of the progressive rock had been called bombastic and that was a lot more bombastic than the songs that I really loved but I also found a really pretty song that I don't think I'd ever heard uh, because I did not I never could buy all the albums of a group i would save up money and buy but i did buy seventh sojourn which had you and me and i also bought every good boy deserves favor when i was young and uh, both of them had powerful songs that influenced my life and i think about those songs even to this day and particularly on this day when I was thinking about what music we might want. So then when I was playing them for you, I realized how they spoke to all of the things that we are experiencing experiencing now. Because one of the things that... um, I, I don't want people to think that we are just dithering around and we aren't thinking of larger issues, uh, that we uh, that we just are... Living in a fairyland. Living in a fairyland. We, yeah. we basically have decided that there's enough about that out there. So we just want to talk about other, <laughs> other things to keep people from 
uh, no, falling thing, yeah. into despair right, but to keep ourselves from falling into despair. exactly and it's you know we're being deliberate about it yeah you know? we've always been deliberate about that you, know, you set a schedule in your life and you've got then you've got something to look forward to or something to look back on you've got an, an event and i think that's what i mean when i talk about these zoom calls you know these become events in my week oh, yeah. that, that blow my mind i mean talking to alan hicks He's got the most amazing mind I think I've ever encountered, if only because it is so different from mine. But, but he's an extremely gentle, kind, wonderful human being, and he thinks differently than me. And I, 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 knew, I know his parents, and his, I could see in their home when I would go over for and you know, have dinner with them and stuff when we were in college, that this entire family had a different way of thinking about everything because they had this a whole different kind of background, which I always thought was scientific in its base, you know, a lot more analytical yeah. uh, than anything I'd ever been exposed to. Mine was more artsy-fartsy, you know. And so listening to him talk about these things that are common to everyone right now, I always get new information and I always get another, another side, another aspect shown to me and it just it expands my consciousness so i mean it's uh i don't know it's something to relish and uh, people need more relish in their lives maybe some hot mustard too <laughs> they do so here's to it <laughs> Oh, 
something 